0: Hello, listeners. Uh, Before we get started this week, we have a very special treat for you. Despite multiple scheduling conflicts and a very short window of opportunity, we have managed to book former President Barack Hussein Obama for a very, very quick interview. But we got as much in as we could, so I hope you like it. And so, without further ado, roll it. President Obama, I mean my God, what an honor it is to simply be in your presence, sir. Uh, I like children. Absolutely, sir. Tell me. Have you ever been accused of being the greatest president of all time? I, uh, like having sex with children. Of course, of course, sir. I only mentioned in response to the reports alleging your hand in the ending of this year's Democratic primary. Any thoughts?
1: I like to suck and,
2: Uh, too.
0: You make an excellent point, Mr. President. But we must ask you. After the Trump administration's gutting of the Affordable Care Act, do you suggest a potential Biden administration to attempt a rebuilding at the aforementioned, or should a new president lobby for a more comprehensive single-payer system?
1: Michelle, baby, bring me that child, and I need it's a I am aging so fast.
0: Any thoughts pertaining to the late Jeffrey Epstein and his alleged ties to President Clinton?
1: Animal in my, soup, my keys and buckets, loo, da blue.
0: One last question, Mr. President. In 2012, the campaign to elect Senator Mitt Romney alleged that you had actually consumed a dog as a child. Care to clear the air? Get and a mop for this ass see Thank you so much for your time, Mr. President. It's truly, it's just been spectacular. <music>
1: Folks, and welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one, I don't know, pro Irish slavery podcast. <laughs> pro Irish slavery. That's right, folks, we're selling you white slaves. Welcome back, my Mine... boy. Oh boy, what an interview! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whew, can you believe we got Obama? Number one, number one president. Former leader of the free world, we get on the fifth episode of our, you know, us our, us little gumshoes. We get, we get the president
1: for 60 whole seconds? Oh, my. We, Spectacular. We got the real deep dive. I mean, 60 seconds is all AOC is getting at the convention. So, really, uh, <laughs> our podcast is just as important as the Democratic National Convention. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as influential. And there are about just as many people looking at either
0: at this point. That's tonight. Kasich Speaks Tonight, I read. Tonight?
1: Yeah. Enjoy, because we're so happy Kasich is uh, part of the right team this time. <laughs> how how long is it going to be? The convention? Uh, well, it's like several days. Yeah, yeah, when I'm we talking. were looking at movies uh, last night, I they showed me the slots for all the conventions, and they were like, yeah. previewing speakers. Yeah, exactly. But I I'm saying, like, is it going to be,
0: like, four hours like those debates were? Because that's insufferable. I'm not I'm not. I think I'm it's going to be that. something
1: like that. We're not actually going to fucking watch them. We'll, someone on Twitter will post, like, a good clip of John Kasich. Yeah, nice. A nice highlight reel. Yeah, John Kasich eating out of a trash can or something. <laughs> Have you heard about a serious man named uh, Joe Biden who was turned into a <laughs> meme by The Onion? <laughs> what a transition. What a transition. A very serious man. All right. Uh this article is by Joe Garden in Vice. Uh Joe Garden was one of the onion editors for 2008 through 2016 and uh there was a whole spate of articles that we're going to be reading to you in which they were like uh yeah, you know, Joe Biden is an idiot savant. Joe Biden Yes. Joe Biden like rides a motorcycle and uh Touches girls' freaking hooters, and, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So... Diamond Joe. So last year in May, Joe Garden, he, he wrote a uh, essay apologizing for, uh, I don't want to say lionizing Joe Biden. <laughs> maybe maybe a little bit more accurate would be joker Joe Biden. Oh, Absolutely. Making, lion eyes yeah exactly he, he's just uh he's not like a, a pillar of american empire no he's he's a clown he's a funny guy who you know he drinks drinks a lot of brews loves a wet t-shirt contest
1: <laughs> to be fair he probably does like wet t-shirt contests that's just the kind of like who- weird creepy thing that old people love
0: Whoa, whoa whoa whoa, whoa. what whoa, freedom-loving whoa, whoa. american doesn't love a wet t-shirt
1: contest uh, me because I'm slightly fat, so I could participate in the wet T-shirt contest. <laughs> it's probably fine from the outside.
0: See, my only my only impression of them is from the Always Sunny episode with the uh, the the Korean girl. <laughs> so from that, they're awesome. They're fucking dope.
1: <laughs> that episode's great. They're just like, damn, Charlie, you're a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I didn't, we didn't
0: even kiss, man. So, uh, anyway. So this, uh, article is called, Area Man Regrets Helping Turn Joe Biden Into a Meme. A former Onion editor wishes his publication had gone harder at Diamond Joe. So, it starts out with, uh, If you've ever thought of Joe Biden as a clueless but lovable clod, a well-meaning klutz who is predictable, friendly, and ultimately electable, I am in small part responsible for that image. And I am sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I worked at The Onion for 19 years as a writer and features editor. By the time I left in 2012, the publication had developed its takes on Vice President Biden. Creepy but harmless, with the emphasis on harmless. We lampooned him as an uncle you'd shake your head at, but not think twice about. The sort of guy who'd wink and say, don't let your meatloaf, as a farewell. (laughs) 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 the thing about the onion is they were insanely on point with how joe biden is being portrayed in like memes now like you know five years ago extremely on point
1: oh absolutely but they were the riders on the storm you know they're the fucking they're why we think of him this way (laughs)
0: For many people, the image of Biden that most readily springs to mind is the one of Diamond Joe, shirtless and grinning, washing his Trans Am in the White House driveway. <laughs> it's so awesome. It is. We got to play a clip of him uh, talking
2: about cars in that video. I like to drive. I used to think I was a pretty good driver. I didn't get a chance to flat shift in the second. I was afraid I'd go through those guys. <laughs> God can my dad drive a car. Oof and you feel like you're in complete control. This is just, boom. Now, you stand in the front here. You think I'm kidding, I'm not kidding.
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Man, could my dad drive a car? This might sound
0: a little bit ableist, maybe a little bit uh, anti-body posse, but my favorite part of that video is the fact that he should like seriously be wearing a sports bra or
1: something. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. I don't know, he's He's, just, he's a hundred years old, his entire body is fucking flailing. Every night they give him the adrenaline shot from Pulp Fiction, just so he can, like, (laughs) wake up. (laughs) I don't know, I guess his body wants to physically fall apart at some point. Well,
0: his body has physically wanted to fall apart for about 40 years, considering he had two aneurysms in, like, his 40s or something.
1: Come on, Jack, kill me. (laughs) I will only come back stronger than you could ever imagine, Mac.
0: Joe Biden goes to Scandinavia to get euthanized.
1: Kill me, Jack. You're only killing an idea.
0: (laughs) 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 It goes on. The handsome guy who's got it good but doesn't take himself too seriously is a profoundly American aesthetic, and Biden seemed to embody it. The Onion even produced a Biden book, The President of Vice, in 2013. Uh, so, I, I took a little bit of a, uh, passage of this book, just, like, a small part of the first chapter. Uh, it's, uh the first chapter's called Joey Scranton. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing about these Onion articles, it's not like they aren't funny.
1: No, I used to love these when I was younger, man, they were my favorite things in the world, I was like, yeah, Biden's awesome.
0: Yeah, Biden is beast, I'd love to hang out with Biden, maybe dap
1: him up. Yeah, hey, dude, he pones, like...
0: The, uh, synthesis of all, of, of every, like, painting Biden in a funny light Onion articles is, uh, he would know how to dap you up if you went for it. Absolutely. So the book starts, Supposedly, I was a fairly chilled out little tyke who preferred to kick back, relax, and check out the crop of sweet peaches bobbing by my stroller. The doc told my parents that in all his years doing medical shit, that he had never seen such a young squirt reach up and grab a nurse's can. <laughs> <laughs> yikes Uh, joe yikes that ain't it not not only is it awesome because it's like you know who doesn't love
1: a nice set of milkers but (laughs) it's also it was also prescient absolutely joe biden certainly does seem to love grabbing people's milkers (laughs) as it yeah just grabbing people by the can absolutely anyway uh
0: so yeah i i think that pretty much it's it's like a hundred. It's like a one hundred page book. I, I think that probably sums up the entire thing uh, in a pretty nice bow.
1: Yeah, they're just these uh, articles in long form.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All um,
1: right. So I uh, guess we're gonna start digging into these Biden onion articles. We're gonna start reading some of the uh, highlights of our youth and see the man that they are trying to sell us. So
0: I guess let's just get into these. Uh, you want to do the first one?
1: Sure. Uh, Biden gets grow light delivered to White House under fake name. It's it's that episode of King of the Hill where uh, Bobby's trying to grow roses. <laughs> yes, exactly! Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: this oh is great God.
1: specifically because Biden is a puritanical psychopath, much like Donald Trump, to the degree that uh, I don't think either of them drink or smoke or have any sort of vice at all.
0: Yes. And so in the apology letter, he sort of goes on about how he wishes that they would have maybe dug a little deeper or, you know, maybe add all into Biden's, uh, voting record.
1: Yeah, like, who he actually is. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. And so, you know, the author of, you know, one of the authors of the crime bill, uh, growing weed, it is a, you know, that's pretty funny, but um, it's also a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe disingenuous? No, yeah. I don't think that,
1: they didn't do that on purpose. They had, they didn't know I'm willing to, uh, I'm willing to believe but I don't know. They're not making that mistake again. Did you see the Kamala one they posted, like, earlier today? No, what was it? Uh, Kamala Harris sneaks into White House to plant weed on Mike Pence. <laughs> it's not yours? Well, it's in your fucking pocket!
0: It would have been cool if they were, like, to plant, like, a,
1: a, a, a gay dildo on, on Mike Pence. Gay dildo. Awesome, man. Justin Bieber is a gay girl and I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, that Mike Pence is all over those message boards from two thousand nine talking about how freaking gay Justin Bieber is. Oh, absolutely. They should run him specifically as that sort of candidate. <laughs> and Joe Biden's all over the 4chan uh car you know, car threads. It's just like half pictures of cars, half pictures of like Nazis.
1: Oh, absolutely. They're boomers. They're posting 1488, but they don't really know what that means. Uh, they're just reposting it because it's got a picture of an old car on it. It was a really awesome year. I want, uh, coffee flavored coffee. Thank you very much. <laughs> Do you th- should we read any words from the articles? I don't like, know. I'm not reading the fucking grow light article. We get it.
0: Yeah, no, I, it is one paragraph, but like, <laughs> uh, the gist is, the
1: gist is in the, the title. Absolutely. Buy, all fucking onion posts are just about the title.
0: Now, here's one that uh, personally, unironically, makes me want to vote for uh, the former vice president. Biden unveils new
1: health initiative to make U.S. women hotter. Uh, we need a bunch of air horns. Right here. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you, Mr. President, sir. <laughs>
0: Biden unveils new health initiative to put uh, G fuel in in tap water, to make women's honkers bigger.
1: Biden unveils new health initiative to turn the poor into a nutrient paste. <laughs> yeah. It's people, Mac.
0: <laughs> and it makes it's a really it's it's so effective in fact that not only does it it does it provide all
1: essential nutrition, but it also makes pussies wetter. Oh hell yeah, dude. Uh, Joe Biden's ex- Most explicit presidential promise is wet-ass pussy. Wet-ass pussy, yes. Uh, you want to do the next one? Biden to cool his heels in Mexico for a while. (laughs) This one I will read. Uh, Juarez, Mexico. In an effort to let the heat die down a little, Vice President Joe Biden reportedly skipped town Saturday, telling White House officials that he was going to be lying low in Mexico for a spell. I need to steer clear of DC until some of the shit blows over, says Biden, sitting in the far corner of a Mexican cantina with his back to the wall and taking a long swig from a bottle of Tecate Light. It's nothing I can't handle, but let's just say there was a little misunderstanding. Somebody didn't get something they were supposed to get, and somebody else got a whole lot more than they bargained for, he added. <laughs> yeah,
0: Joe, Joe Biden is... uh Joe, Biden's, Joe Biden actually runs with uh, Peter
1: Griffin of La Familia uh, cartel fame. Yes, exactly, precisely. Joe Biden printed out the uh, fucking decals for the Ottawa mass shooter. Say my name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's, he's got just, I- the entire time he's in Mexico, he's wearing like
1: a Panama hat. Oh, uh, Listen here, Mac, uh, I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> that was like half Obama, I don't even know what that was. My impressions just get worse and this is like <laughs> the, the fifth episode? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, this uh, this looks good actually. The vice president also suggested that an upcoming meeting with delegates from Israel and Palestine would be far more effective if the representatives were to convene in Mexico and enjoy some <laughs> of the dirt cheap margies they got down here. <laughs> That's a fact as well. I, I agree with that. There's so much more. This one's so long. I love really? it. Really? Go ahead. Uh, things got pretty hairy there for a minute, but I've been through rougher shit than this by a mile, said Biden, whose voice suddenly <laughs> dropped to a whisper as he glanced over his shoulder at passing <laughs> cantina goers. <laughs> Plus, Raul owes me big time, so he's letting me crash on his couch until I can figure out an angle on this. I just need to ride things out until the dust settles.
0: Biden's got one of those, uh, one of those little devices up his sleeve that feeds him aces when he's playing cards. Exactly. He's just cheating people in Mexico.
1: The worm in the bottle. Oh, here's a great picture. Biden, fresh off a big night at the Highline Courts, waiting for his luck to come around in poker with lady friend, Lexus. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. He only dates women who are named after cars. That's correct, because he's only attracted to cars. He has no object permanence. He doesn't know the difference between a car and a woman. Oof.
0: Damn fact. <laughs> exactly. Going back to the uh going, going back to the Mexican thing, I just want to make a sick reference really quick. Uh, Venture Bros Pilot, opening scene, Joe Biden as Brock Sampson.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what happened. Uh, Dia de los Dangeros. <laughs> <laughs> Day of the dangerous. <laughs> God. Nice. Mention Bros is a perfect fucking show. We're gonna mention it every episode.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, without it, that, what's what's more what's more emblematic of Joe Biden than brought to you by smoking?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we should just steal that exact bit for our podcast every episode. Yeah. Brought to you yeah. by yeah. smoking.
0: All right. So I think I think this is a pretty fucking sweet one. Poll workers overhear Biden repeating phrase, banged her, while reading names on ballot. (laughs) Here's the thing. It is genuinely funny as shit. Yeah,
1: none of these are unpleasant. They just depict Biden as a pleasant sort of guy, and that's the biggest issue with them, right? You know, because he's such a fucking psychopath, actually. Biden invokes FOIA to find out when woman gets off work. (laughs) It's so fucking awesome. Like, like I do wish this guy was being elected president. <laughs> I'd do that. So here's
0: here here's another one uh, harping on the drug the Joe Biden smokes weed thing. Epic. Biden frantically hitting up cabinet members for clean piss. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's no member of the Obama cabinet who had clean piss. Oh, yeah. They're all on some combination of cocaine and recently illegalized nootropics. The worst kind of people. They don't do coke for fun, but they do coke to, like, I don't know, do things more quickly.
0: Drug test any person in the Obama cabinet at any time, even now. Anybody who was in the Obama cabinet, and they'll test positive for
1: adrenochrome. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I love the idea of someone like John Kerry being really into adrenochrome. Because you figure he was the presidential candidate, so he's in their cabal. But uh, he looks like he's constantly dying. He's allergic to the adrenochrome or something. <laughs> uh, now, I
0: like this one. I think it's kind of uh, a little bit controversial, maybe, if you don't look into it at all.
1: Oh, ho, ho. Frantic
0: Biden... Frantic Biden searching dog shelter for Bo (laughs) lookalike. Now, now, without an intimate knowledge of the Obama family, you might not know that their hypoallergenic dog is named Bo. When I first read this headline, I thought that it was I thought that it was saying uh, it was calling Joe Biden's, you know, relatively recently dead son Bo a dog. (laughs) I thought it was like... And the implication,
1: uh, man, in fucking real life, that had to be what actually happened. How do you accidentally (laughs) name your dog the same as fucking his dead son. That is... It didn't (laughs) happen on accident. They probably make Joe Biden sleep at the foot of their goddamn bed. Like...
0: (laughs) Joe you know how you know Joe Biden's got some repressed emotions. Not you know, he, he comes from a pretty classic line of eighty year old Irishmen who don't talk about their feelings. You can imagine the uh extremely awkward conversation that might have taken place when they realized that they named their, their dog after his dead son.
1: And they can't go back either. They have to like yeah. stick with it. That's so awesome.
0: <laughs> there's a I think there's a couple good lines from this article. It really it really shows um the onions, like prescience in uh, how how Biden is uh, portrayed in today's meme culture. Yeah, I love the word meme culture. You, you want me to hit it? Yeah, sure, go ahead.
1: Claiming that he would be up Shit's Creek without a goddamn paddle if he wasn't able to locate one, <laughs> a frantic, out of breath Vice President Joe Biden reportedly arrived at a D.C. area canine rescue shelter early Monday morning in search of a look-alike for the Obama family's pet dog, Bo. <laughs> Hey, I need a poodle. Pronto. Black one if you got it. Uh, The frenzied, disheveled VP told the Washington Humane Society's workers, emphasizing that he needed to score a dead ringer for the first family's beloved Portuguese water dog before they wise up. Theirs is a boy, I think, but whatever. Can't be picky here. The little nippy one's close enough. Doesn't have to be the genuine article. Uncle Joe's just gotta set things right. Sources confirmed Biden's also asked the shelter's employees if they offered any... Cheap quickie pet cremations. This <laughs> is also so what he did about, with his son. Yeah. It, oh God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that one
0: was out of left park, left field. Jesus Christ, I'm fucking up. All right. uh,
1: left wing. Oh. but
0: bing! I, I get it because left wingers kill uh, 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 animals. I I like that the. Um, The implication of this article is that Biden accidentally killed a dog somehow, (laughs) 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 which is also sort of prescient to his absolutely melting brain.
1: Oh, absolutely. Probably just sat on it. But it's the quotes, the fake
0: quotes that they attribute to him in this article is so on the nose. (laughs) Be up shit creek without a goddamn paddle. Doesn't have to be the genuine (laughs) article. There's just
1: a boy, I think, but whatever. Can't be picky here. That's like a more progressive gender <laughs> stance than Biden actually has. <laughs> <laughs> like... At least three. At least three, Jack. At least three.
0: Let's, let's close out the, um, the list of Onion articles with this one. Biden implores Obama to rub one out before debate.
1: Hot, sexy. Uh, that's really hot. I like it a lot. Uh, Could you imagine, could you, can you imagine Obama stroking his cock? Every day, yeah, it's the basis of liberal (laughs) thought in this country. You're not a progressive unless you spend every day just meticulously recreating an Obama-themed masturbation.
0: Now, you say that about the libs, but I seem to recall a very epic picture of Bernie Sanders with an absolute hog showing through his pants.
1: Oh, absolutely. Bernie hangs Dong. Dude, no one's. Do you remember that picture? <laughs> yes, I remember Bernie hanging Dong. So
0: fucking beast.
1: It's why I am the way I am. It's why I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> because Bernie hangs Dong. Uh, yes. We got some honorable mentions I just want to throw in here. Uh, Biden yeah. scoring 800 feet of copper wire. <laughs> yeah, he's a bomb. He's the, pre- he's the vice president, but he's a bomb. Uh, criticized for appearing in Hennessy ads. <laughs> the
0: picture with the picture of that one is he's laying in bed with a smoke show woman. And he has like no shirt on. It's awesome.
1: He's got a smoke show. You can see his hooters. You know it's going down.
0: <laughs> they really should have gave him uh Pierce Nipples in that. Oh absolutely. Really feel like uh, they missed the ball
1: on that one. Speaking of Pierce Nipples, did you see they've polled for a potential twenty twenty four Democratic uh presidential candidates, and Cuomo has Mr. a Cuomo? big fucking lead, yeah. What? Yeah, dude, I think... Who else are we talking? I think he's is gonna it run. A, if, is it just... Is it just libs? It's all conjecture, you know? It's people who could theoretically yes. ru- uh, run. So it's Cuomo, it's Kamala, it's Biden, and it's... Biden's probably some wishful thinking at this point. Well, well, <laughs> it'd be really cool if they Biden ran him even, again. Yeah. Isn't it like
0: an unspoken, like... Agreement that Biden's not doing two terms.
1: That's what everyone's saying right now. But would you really be that surprised if they just did it again? I wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. I mean, epic old man. If it worked once, it'll work twice.
0: They just got to get it. Put him in some uh, uh, some sunglasses. You know, stand him out there. Absolutely. Like it's. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to our classic, our our classic bit. It's like that Always Sunny episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Our only bit, which is just reciting. Things from shit we've seen semi recently.
0: <laughs> yeah, that episode of Always Sunny where they make the reference to the uh, the other movie, <laughs> where they're where De- when Dennis is wheeling the uh, the old man who he thinks is dead through the hospital. Yeah. Like ties his he ties his hand to the guy's hand and puts on sunglasses and like waves <laughs> at the nurses walking by.
1: Please don't throw me in the trash. <laughs> just what Bo- <laughs> Joe Biden says every night to the DNC. Yeah,
0: yeah, that yeah, remember remember like a year or two ago when Obama was like, "Joe, you don't have to do this." Joe was like,
1: "Please don't throw me in the trash." <laughs> Did you see that uh there are always those probably fake but funny to read Obama leaks of things going on in the Obama camp? No, I that he said uh don't underestimate joe's ability to fuck this up like very (laughs) recently like about his polling advantage (laughs) well the thing is is the polling like last
0: week was identical to uh trump clinton uh four years ago but since then biden has significantly dropped from where he
1: was and trump has gained ground he has he's just fucking thrown a 10 point lead like this week The Kamala Harris bump where Donald Trump goes up 10 points.
0: So, you know, as as you can clearly tell by all of those headlines we just read, the whole point was to sort of poke fun at him being old and, you know, make him out to be sort of wacky, you know, just yeah, like you said, a lovable idiot savant, you know, he's the vice president, but he totally loves smoking pot and, um, you know, banging banging babes, things of this nature
1: he's a chad that's the primary ideology of these articles
0: (laughs) exactly yes he's a chad uh chad chad biden virgin bernie precisely so he spends a few paragraphs on like the parallel between the onions depiction of biden during the obama administration and how like mainstream comedic media treated trump in the run-up to the 2016 election In that you know they made him out to be a goofball and you know maybe he's not very smart but he's benign at the end of the day because he's stupid he can't you know he doesn't actually do anything and so he's he's making the argument that that severely impacted the 2016 election which maybe i don't agree with fully but i think it definitely played a part
1: i don't even think the people who voted for trump like read you know, <laughs> like that's just the reality of the situation. All these articles do is, uh, if it did anything, it told uh, comfortable Democrats that they don't even have to worry about this one. Yeah, yeah. So it told them, yeah, it doesn't matter. There's no chance he could beat Hillary Clinton, the greatest politician we have ever fathomed.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you know th- that you could argue had had some sort of impact on the election. Though I think he's probably giving it too much credence
1: yeah he's like god damn man i uh i made the last election happen and i'm gonna make this one happen yeah. too i'm so yeah. fucking yeah, yeah, powerful <laughs> exactly. i don't even really think the debates do anything i think it's all just like song and dance for people like us but uh at the very least it's good content no food
0: but more coffee let's fucking go all right beast i mean that's the that's the cool way to do it that's the podcast way to do it absolutely uh so yeah um we wanted to start off with you know something funny something current Sort of, even though that's a year old at this point. Something
1: old, something new, something borrowed, something blue.
0: (laughs) But, you know, on the topic of uh, candidate Joe Biden, he has recently made some news in that he picked his vice president, our great benign leader, Kamala Harris, a (laughs) former attorney general of the great state of California.
1: Did you say benign? Yes. (laughs) Hell yeah, bro. The Kamala police. We're going to be talking about Kamala through an article by Alex N Press in uh, Jacobin Mag, my, uh, the only literature I have ever paid for in my life. <laughs> that is true. When Joe Biden announced Kamala Harris as his choice for a uh, running mate earlier this week, the mainstream business press was unanimous as to what it meant for Silicon Valley executives. Relief. Awesome. They took a W, Phew! folks. Oh, yeah, and we took the L. We took the L. We took the L. Uh, Although, that, just a quick sidebar here. The idea that there was anyone he could have picked that would have been better, it's just like, no.
0: Yeah, I think we were pretty uh, sound in thinking that it was going to be Harris for, like, I mean, probably since... Already dropped out. Oh, yeah, we
1: basically... Well, actually, I thought it was Klobuchar up until Klobuchar posted that, uh... I'm not gonna be president this time, acting like it oh, was her right. decision and not... Fucking Derek Chauvin didn't decide this vice-presidential and therefore presidential election more than anyone else.
0: Awesome how my goldfish brain works. I completely forgot about Amy Klobuchar until right now. <laughs> Amy Klobuchar, the queen? The lady of fire? Really puts into perspective how fucking worthless... It was to dedicate so much of my time
1: to the primaries. <laughs> you wrote that pretty good uh, primaries song, and now it's just like no one even <laughs> remembers any of that but me and you. Yeah, yeah, we should end with that. We should, yeah, end with primaries this time. <laughs> okay. The uh, Susan Rice thing earlier this week. Did, did you get a load of that? Um,
0: maybe drinking a bell.
1: Uh, Donald, Refresh me. Donald Trump was like, "Yeah, uh, Edward Snowden, very good. I might be, uh, yeah, I might be letting him go." And then Susan Rice was like, I cannot believe this betrayal of American values. (laughs) So fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. Like, now the Democrats are going to be the ones who decide that we're keeping fucking Edward Snowden in Russia. Pot, meat, kettle. (laughs) (laughs) No, but there were, like, all those articles two weeks ago talking about how... uh, Rice was uh, the leftist alternative to Harris, like she was in some way more Jesus progressive. Christ. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Jesus fucking Christ! It's like, no, none of these people believe in anything, and uh, they're, they all, all been
0: Like, it's very Any, cynical. Anybody in the mainstream press except, save for, you know, like, the Brunigs, you know, they have a completely cynical view of the American left. Oh, absolutely. You know, Kamala Harris, and we're going to get into this in the article, but Kamala Harris is the grand gesture to the left by the corporate wing of the party. Oh, absolutely. And normal libs just lap that shit up.
1: Oh, they do. They fucking love it. They fucking love it more than anything. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Go uh, on. The best post I ever saw was uh, bisexual cultures liking both of them, and it's fucking Joe Biden and Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna recreate that tweet, but it's uh, Barack Obama and the Quran. <laughs> <laughs> gonna make everyone angry at us. Uh, it's gonna be real good. Oh, that's awesome! For all the talks of Harris's supposed ability to unify the Democratic Party, some of her strongest backing has come from a narrow fraction of U.S. capital. Donors to her failed <laughs> presidential bid included Salesforce's Mark Beinoff, uh, Amazon's General Counsel David. Does, uh, I'm Polish. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft President Brad Smith LinkedIn Cold Founder Reid Hoffman Dropbox CEO Drew Houston Oracle NetSuite Executives Evan Goldberg and Dorian Gray uh, Cisco CFO Kelly Kramer Former Facebook <laughs> Chief Security Officer John Stamos And Venture Capitalist John Dorr <laughs> I it's fucked up Stamos. some names I'm not going back That's where we're at <laughs> But uh, You know a name you didn't fuck up? what brad smith (laughs) exactly be normal (laughs) have normal names I'm, i'm a coffee flavored coffee type guy this is a coffee flavored coffee type podcast i'm an anglo i only pronounce anglo names but uh the thing to remember about this uh long list of alleged pedophiles i've just read to you Is that they all come from fucking Silicon Valley big tech, obviously, and every single one of them personally funded Harris's presidential campaign. (laughs) So
0: fucking awesome. Yeah,
1: Harris was the big tech candidate the entire time. Uh, Other past Harris funders include Tony Fidel, the co-founder of Nest. What's Nest? Joni Ive. Uh, Nest, that's like, uh, you can control the temperature of your house through an app on your phone instead of a dial on the wall. Wow, I, that is disruptive. Exactly, it's because it's Silicon Valley. It's worth like three billion dollars for some reason. Ma- making the world a better place over here. Uh, Joni Ive, the design guru at Apple. What the fuck is a design guru? <laughs> that is, that's the job to get. <laughs> People, design guru. People are the to fucking government jobs, and then jobs like this exist where you're like just <laughs> determine which button you're going to take away from the newest iPhone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's the uh, the design guru is the reason that every Apple s'more. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the, des- <laughs> <Smart>. <laughs> the, uh, the design guru is the reason that every Apple store is just a collection of gigantic lights that smell like cat
1: piss. Uh, Apple stores are the worst places I've ever been. I've never, like, been an Apple guy, but I had to go with my sister, like, uh, I want to say two years ago, and I'm just completely fucking scarred from the experience. <laughs> <You> just <laughs> well, wait. And... They they always smell like piss for some reason. They do, and they're so, like, sterile-looking on the inside. Just smells awful. Oh, yeah. Sterile-looking. You're surrounded by other people who want Apple products. It's... <laughs> It's a bad experience. Other people
0: that want to get scammed. It's 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 just
1: an MLM. It's exactly everything's an MLM. Some people are just more overt about it. Uh, other funders included the Napster co-founder and former president Brian Chesky, uh, the chief executive of Airbnb. Nice. Or actually, no. Brian Chesky is the fucking chief executive of Airbnb. Sean Parker is the Napster co-founder. Whatever, it's not important. All these guys look the same, and they all wear sweater vests.
0: And they all own the same company.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. TechNet, a tech industry trade group, quickly applauded Biden's choice, stating that TechNet has worked with Senator Harris since her days as California Attorney General, and we know her to be a person of great intellect, integrity, and ability, who fights for those who need a strong voice for justice.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kamala Harris, famous for, uh, fighting for justice in California as the Attorney General. Absolutely zero articles about her refusing to let out innocent people because the state would lose free labor.
1: Yeah, it would lose some of its workforce, or, uh, charging parents for truant children, or... Like, if I lived in California, I would have sent my parents to jail just because I'm a fucking scumbag, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It can't be... It's not their fault I am like I am. Enforce your truancy law now. I don't have any parents. (laughs) Boom. Owned. Uh, Yeah, but basically all of her funding for her entire career has come from fucking big tech. The Recode CEO, the Airbnb douchebag, and Yahoo executive created Harris's California attorney general re-election bid. Now, this this is...
0: uh... Maybe a little bit of alleging on my my part, but it is relatively common knowledge that Silicon Valley was, you know, it came into being as a result of the intelligence agency, uh, agencies in the United States, um, ARPANET, things of this nature. And intelligence agencies are no strangers to war- political wars within the country. Now... I don't know if you've read anything about Trump and the CIA, but they're not exactly on fantastic terms, which isn't a super, you know, crazy uh, prospect in terms of, like, you know, the CIA hated Nixon.
1: The FBI killed Joe Kennedy. Or John Kennedy, whatever. I wish they killed Joe Kennedy, man. That'd be awesome. But uh, my point is, you
0: know, I don't think it's incredibly far-fetched to suggest that maybe the intelligence community wants Kamala Harris on the ticket.
1: Uh, That was my favorite part about people going, uh, that Trump was going to throw a coup as opposed to throwing another election. It's like, to throw a coup you need the military, and Trump hasn't been as good to the military as they would have hoped. Maybe, if it was Bernie Sanders, and, you know, we were actually trying to cut their money in any fucking way at all, they would be open to a coup, but no one's gonna coup Sleepy Joe. No. Joe's promising, like, whatever you want, Mac, we're gonna rule it the old way.
0: I really, really have always been very skeptical of that claim, that Trump would just not leave office. I just... I, I, honest, I think he's a pussy. I think he's a really big pussy. And he does not care that
1: much. Exactly. He'll post tweets like, very unfair. I actually won. But it won't I don't think it'll matter particularly. No. If it comes down to, like, an electoral thing and they could do an Al Gore to him, that being said, and just, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delegitimize a couple thousand votes and change the way the election works. They'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I, I I, agree with
0: that. Just because, you know, Republicans
1: but, have, like, 19-year-old judges in charge of, like, yes. every other. <laughs> which is kind of awesome. I wish uh, the Democrats had those balls and they could make me a judge.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, but the the, uh, the notion that Trump would just not leave office, it just seems very far-fetched to me.
1: It's in line with his personality, just not in line with, like, you know, the reality of the situation, of the, what sort of a challenge Joe Biden actually is to the status quo, which is not at all. And if anything, a yeah. uh, more viable alternative.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we should get back into this article. Absolutely. Because, Go ahead. Jesus Christ, do we have a name here? <clears throat> <laughs> Tony West, Harris's brother-in-law, is chief oh, yeah. chief legal counsel for Uber, a company that is openly threatening to engage in a capital strike and uh, shut down all services in the state of California based off the court's ruling that uh, the people who work for them are employees and not slaves or whatever it is. They oh prefer. yeah.
0: Now we don't really have to get into the the gig economy thing in um, California.
1: Uh, the general message is it's bad, it's not good. Uh,
0: bad. Yeah, to to, to tepidly, to tepidly get into it. Uh, there's one of the ballot measure things in California where they just let everybody vote on it, a proposition or whatever. To make it so everyone in the gig economy has to have a salary and, you know, yada yada yada, they're full employees. And, of course, Silicon Valley, very, very, let's say, unreceptive to the notion. (laughs) Yeah because you know technically uber is a tech company it's not like a it's not like a taxi sort of thing right
1: yeah uber presents itself as a tax or as a tech company their whole grift uh, is that they are just about the app and everything else that's on people individually their only product is the app which is ridiculous yeah. and a lie but
0: they just they just don't have to pay for liability anything
1: Exactly, and it is good policy to make them start treating uh, their employees as employees or people.
0: Absolutely. But
1: at the same time, uh, the do-nothing Dems have gone on recess. We have no true coronavirus relief in this country. And as awful as it is, these gig economy jobs are some of the only things keeping some of the poorest members of society from just outright dying. You know what I mean? From starving to death. So it's a, While that is
0: absolutely true, I've read that Uber is laying off people in the thousands. Laying off people? How does that work? Well, they're contract jobs. They can just terminate you for any reason.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just tell people, yeah, don't log on to the app today. There aren't enough rides for you. Same idea. Yeah,
0: you know, s- shit like that.
1: Hey, this is a as, real as thing a that of needs of to of happen. It's just at the same time, we have a fucking pandemic here that's... Shrunk our economy literally by 30% or something? Yes,
0: yes. Yeah, th- there's no doubt that that is, you know, it, it is a bit of a nuanced situation. But that, that I think this proposition has gone on the ballot in California, like, several times in the last couple of years. And oh, it it's has. it's just sort of intersected with the pandemic. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's unfortunate. Anyway. It needs to happen. But Uber does have, you know, a good amount of... <laughs> <coughs> Leverage by saying, you know, okay, yeah. then we're going to pull out for this next month when there is no stopgap to keep people from just starving to death. And uh, yeah, the chief exactly. architect of all of this is Tony West, fucking Harris's brother in law. And okay. Yep. While Harris is not responsible for the actions of her family members, Alex was very smart to preface. Uh, very, very. West previously helped direct Harris's 2016 Senate transition operation. Huh. And having served as an- Interesting. Associate Attorney General in the U.S. Department of Justice, the DOJ's number three position, uh, he's (laughs) been viewed as a possible candidate for a real position in a Biden-Harris administration. Which is- Huh. Which is cool. We're just going to directly make the guy who's like, no, actually it's okay and good that they're slaves and we're going to make him fucking, (laughs) I don't know, our Secretary of Labor.
0: Biden's cabinet is Tony West, Jamie Dimon, and John Kasich, and that's it.
1: Absolutely. Do we have a secretary of labor in this country?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know who the hell it is, I just know they're evil.
1: Uh, Eugene Scalia. Scalia, 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 right, the guy with the
0: great genes.
1: It's another Scalia, yeah, wow, that's awesome.
0: (laughs) I'm playing that clip of Trump uh, talking about how, how great his genes are.
2: And Secretary Eugene Scalia. That Scalia has very good genes. Where's Scalia? He has very good genes, that guy, I'll tell you. Scalia, he's got the Scalia genes, right? We all know what that means. Uh, we mourn, and I have to say this so strongly, we mourn every life, tragically lost to the invisible enemy. And we- Please
1: do. <laughs> that was excellent. So fucking funny. Mere moments after Biden announced Harris's place on the Democratic ticket, Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg, whose best-selling book, Lean In, Harris helped promote, celebrated the decision as a huge moment for black women and girls all over the world. (laughs) Joe Biden, you made a great choice, tweeted Laureen Powell Job. Powell? Powell? I don't care. (laughs) Uh, Jobs, a billionaire philanthropist and Steve Jobs' widow. Ugh. Which is cool. Uh, Steve Jobs was just a psychopath who... uh, Helped invent software bundling, and as a result, his widow is, like, also a great mind. Yeah, but he was also, like, insanely
0: abusive to her and his daughter his entire natural life. Makes sense. It's like,
1: uh, it's like John Lennon. It's the same idea. (laughs) Oh, dude! Sean Lennon! Did you see that? What about him? Uh, He's like, uh, thank you, Mr. President, sir. We love and support you what? Yeah, yeah, Sean Lennon's like, uh, I I don't even remember what the fuck he tweeted, but he was like, Donald Trump, you're great, I wanna suck your big cock, allegedly in Minecraft.
0: Uh, Damn, I am so surprised that a rich person, uh, is a a Republican.
1: Yeah. Imagine all the people... calling speak- Elizabeth speak- Warren a communist.
2: <laughs>
0: Speaking of uh, being super surprised about rich people being republicans, I was listening to Kanye West's last good album earlier, Yeezus. Absolutely.
1: That's a great fucking
0: album. Oh, it's so good. Right before he changed his politics. It it's it still it, it still hits. His politics are still great in that album. Oh, absolutely. Anyway, Anyway, that's a tangent.
1: I believe that tech companies have got to be regulated in a way that we can ensure, and the American consumer can be certain, that their privacy is not being compromised. Oh, okay. I've heard that one before. When pressed about breaking up such companies, she evaded the question, responding that her first priority is going to be that we ensure that privacy is something that is intact, and that consumers have the power to make decisions about what happens with their personal information, and that it is not being made for them.
0: What? Wow, you know what? That platitude got me right on board the Biden-Harris
1: ticket. Oh, absolutely. We have to make sure that our privacy is intact. (laughs) As if it even exists. (laughs) I I
0: I got a really good P quote for this. Hit me. The answers. They lie in a vision that brings Americans together, not only in the knowledge of what we must stand against, but in the confidence knowing what we are for. Hell yeah,
1: Pete. Fucking hit it, bro. We live in a global world. I'm so damn excited to vote for Pete Buttigieg. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yeah, you're not a real Democrat unless you write in Pete Buttigieg this November. (laughs) 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 Ultimately, I have to guess that she will be a quiet ally for the tech industry, behind the scenes. Says Bradley Tusk, a venture capitalist. Nice. (laughs) Good job, bro. Dope. A venture capitalist who owns a small island in the Philippines. All of this together reinforces fears that Harris's ascent will come at the expense of working-class people whose labor rights, livelihoods, and privacy are viewed by Silicon Valley companies as impediments to their business models. It's also likely part of the reason that Harris trumped her competitors for the role of vice presidential candidate. Cooper Tebow, a Democratic Party fundraiser in Silicon Valley, told Vox she is the safest pick for the donor community. That is a Dead Kennedy song. That's what the fucking Kamala Harris really represents. It's the ascent of Jerry Brown.
0: Oh my god, dude. I am really not excited for uh, Jell-O B offer to endorse Biden-Harris.
1: Oh my god, you're right. uh, It's totally gonna fucking happen, isn't it? That's gonna be awesome. The worst part is she's a fucking San Francisco DA. Like, it couldn't be someone more diametrically opposed to what the Dead Kennedys actually stood for. Uh, amazing, which,
0: which really sucks because it's like you know, the the current iteration of the Dead Kennedys is that it uh, you know it it is completely opposed. It's the polar opposite of the originals. Dude, and
1: then MP3s uh, get off the web. Uh, they remade MTV get off the air with MP3s get off the web. Oh my god, it's just oh my god, and you can buy fucking Dead Kennedys tape where it's like this side left blank, so you can steal things from the internet. Or, I guess it was from the yeah. radio at the time,
0: but whatever, what the fuck's the difference? Oh my god, I didn't know about that, that's disheartening. Isn't it? You know, as long as we're on the topic of, um, uh, uh, bands that are
1: cool, but maybe, are uh, you know, aren't <laughs> anymore. They're still doing better than the guy from the Melvins. Yeah, yeah. Who's like, uh, anti-fa, but they're the real fa. <laughs>
0: Well, you found this uh, Nick Cave interview in...
1: I'm reading my favorite magazine that I read every night, The Brooklyn Vegan, while I... uh, (laughs) While I douche my soul. (laughs) And eat flowers. Okay, so the interviewer was asked, How woke are you? And this was uh, Nick Cave from Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. You're at that song, Red Right Hand, which you probably know is the Peaky Blinders theme. Uh, because you don't actually like music, you fucking scum. I hate you. I fucking hate you. (laughs) As I was saying. So for me, Stella, living in a state of inquiry, neutrality, and uncertainty, beyond dogma and grand conviction, is good for the business of songwriting and for my life in general.
0: Beyond dogma and grand conviction. He just sounds like Palpatine in episode three.
1: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard the tragedy of Darth Reagan, the wise? <laughs> as the usual fucking uh, post-punk music just becomes the most reactionary bullshit thing possible. I mean, yeah. I don't think red right hand ever had a political message. It was just fucking cool. But This is the reason I tend to become uncomfortable around all ideologies that brand themselves as the truth or the way. This not only includes most religions, but also atheism, radical bipartisan politics, or any system of thought, including woke culture, that finds its energy in self-righteous belief and the suppression of contrary systems of thought.
0: Radical bipartisan
1: politics? Did he just say the word wrong? What does that mean? It's people who think the Democrats and the Republicans are as far to the left or right as possible because they don't really understand how anything works. You know. It's uh, bipartisan means they're working together. Yeah, I guess you're right. Radical bipartisan politics. Uh, His biggest issue is the same as our biggest issue, actually, which is when Democrats and Republicans agree on something, it is uh, truly (laughs) fucking evil without fail. (laughs) That's that's true. That's true. (laughs) Whenever anything is bipartisan, it's just the worst thing imaginable. We took fucking environmental activists and uh, the coal industry, and we met halfway. It's like what? We took environmental acti- activists and we killed them. He's on a one way plane to uh, Venezuela, so what should we do? Put him on the next plane to Venezuela.
0: <laughs> exactly. The meeting in the middle of the environmental activists versus the coal miners is fire like three quarters of the coal miners and kill all of the infi- environmental
1: activists. Oh, exactly. That's bipartisan. Because now there are less coal yeah. miners and there are less environmental activists. Yeah. It's Thanos. Our government is Thanos. <laughs> Joe Biden clicking or not clicking snapping Snapping. yes that's the fucking word you should absolutely listen to me talk about politics I know the difference between clicking and snapping regardless of the virtuous intentions of many woke issues it is the lack of humility and the paternalistic and doctrinal sureness of its claims that repel me oh nice woke bro Uh, Antifa and the far right, for example, with their routine street fights, role-playing, and dress-up as participants in a weirdly erotic, violent, and mutually self-sustaining marriage, propped up entirely by the blind, inflexible convictions of each other's belief systems. It is good for nothing except inflaming their own self-righteousness.
0: So, is bipartisan politics, uh, both sides beating the shit out of each other in the
1: street? I guess, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. He's like, I can't stand the dogma of people who uh, think they are right, uh, ult- like, you know, that, that ha- they're right in totality. I am right in totality.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's what it comes down to. I hate uh, paternalistic and doctrinal sureness unless it is my paternalism and my doctrine <laughs> that we are sure yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but always, it's the whataboutism that's awesome. I love the idea of it believing, uh,. Erotic. I feel like it's, uh, fairly, uh, Atlas Shrugged. It's barely even Atlas Shrugged. It's like Atlas farted. Like, it's just, like... <laughs> <laughs> less sure of itself and less interestingly written, actually. Cool. The, n- the new atheists and their devout opponents are engaged <laughs> in the same dynamic. The new atheists! Dude, what a fucking hell to take. They- who's he mad at? Fucking... Christopher Hitchens, like, what the fuck is this uh, he he
0: deleted the he deleted Internet Explorer off of his computer in two thousand seven absolutely he fucking hates Penn and Teller.
1: I love uh, how Penn and Teller are the only fucking comedians that weren't on the Lolita Express or didn't explicitly <laughs> give Jeffrey Epstein fucking show tickets for his boys,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and presumably
0: it's because they're new atheists, right,
1: yeah. Uh, no, it's like they weren't on the flight logs because they were flying the plane. <laughs>
0: uh, they weren't on the flight logs because it was a magic trick that they would get on the plane without anybody seeing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to make all these eight-year-olds disappear! <laughs> but, uh... Uh-oh, DHS is here! Allegedly, in Minecraft. <laughs> Time to make the eight-year- all these eight-year-olds disappear! Wokeness, for all its virtues, is an ideology immune to the slightest suggestion that in a generation's time, their implacable beliefs will appear as outmoded and fallacious as those of their own former generation. Uh, this may well be the engine of progress, but history has a habit of embarrassing our treasured beliefs. That's, that's, this is entirely just
0: when, at at one at the Democratic debate when Pete was saying, Bernie wants a radical politics, uh, of the 60s. And,
1: uh, President Trump wants a, uh, radical politics of the 80s. (laughs) It it is pretty excellent. And, uh, if Pete were president in 2012, he would not have legalized, or legalized, rather, gay marriage. (laughs) Yeah, No, absolutely fucking not. (laughs) It's, uh, the ending of Veep, where she gets to become president by illegalizing gay marriage again. (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome it is awesome that's the perfect show uh some of us for example are of the generation that believed that free speech was a clear-cut and uncontested virtue within a generation this concept is seen by many as a dog whistle to the far right and is rapidly being consigned to the left's ever-expanding ideological junk pile well
0: i that's kind of half true (laughs) Yeah, I don't entirely disagree with that, but it's for an entirely different reason than he thinks. Oh,
1: absolutely. You know? Absolutely. He doesn't really believe in free speech. He doesn't want Nation of Islam guys to have their own TV show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But even but all, even beyond that, it's like,
0: free speech has sort of become a dog whistle to the far right. But, you know, it's manufactured by the Democrats to just pointless infighting.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's that whole thing where the libs are like, free speech is cancelled. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't think you should do that, necessarily. (laughs) I don't think I should be arrested for this podcast and the things Danny has to cut out of it. (laughs) Uh, This is not to suggest that we should not have our convictions, or indeed that we should not be angry with the state of the world, or that we should not fight in order to correct the injustices committed against it. Conviction and anger can be the most powerful expressions of universal love. However, my duty as a songwriter is not to try and save the world, but rather to save the soul of the world.
0: Oh, wow, nice one, man. I mean, that last, th- that last little paragraph, is it's, it's just everything that I just said doesn't matter. Absolutely, exactly. I wasn't serious, I'm not owned. If, if I get canceled for this, I can't be canceled, because look at what I said at the last, you know? It is
1: pretty great how I can't, uh, there isn't even an author t- attached to this article. It's written by Brooklyn Vegan Staff.
0: <laughs> oh what a poor guy oh my god whoever interviewed him just they just they don't get credited
1: with it brooklyn vegan sounds like like an alt-right name for chopo trap house <laughs> Like, like this is what they fear more than anything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, we should just keep reading articles from Brooklyn Vegan, generally speaking.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: They have tags for Antifa, Far Right, Nick Cave, Religion, and Wokeness. Uh, watch Robin Pecknold and Daniel Rosen play songs on the Vote Ready livestream. What? Yeah, they're from The War on Drugs and Grizzly Bear. Oh wait, those are those are bands, aren't they? Yeah, 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 they're from The War on Drugs. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Just like Joe Biden, folks, from the war on drugs, <laughs> and the war in Iraq, the war in Iraq, the war on drugs, uh, the inevitable war in Iran, the war on overturning Jim Crow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Boomer Death Squad. Follow us on Twitter yep. at uh, Boomer Death Pod.
0: It rhymes. It's fucking awesome. We we uh, uh, we don't really tweet at all, so. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. We have a complete reply guy account. All we do is retweet <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah, be ready for some sick retweets. Hell yeah, bro. No original thoughts. Brain empty. Only Biden. Bye
2: bye. <laughs>